Hello, everyone. Welcome to For the Girls, and welcome to this month's episode of For the Future, our series on females in motorsport. Today, we are very, very excited to dive into the wonder world, wonderful world of Formula One Academy with our special guest and F1 Academy race engineer, Charlotte Phelps. Currently, she's a race engineer for Emily DeHouse at MP Motorsport, but has over a decade of experience in the paddock across multiple motorsport disciplines and has multiple world, British, and club championships under her belt that she's gotten along the way. So we just cannot wait to dive right in. Yeah, Charlotte, thank you so much for being here with us. No worries. Anytime. Anytime. So as Chessa mentioned, you have worked across various series in motorsport from Mercedes and F1 to the W Series, now F1 Academy, among others. So to rewind a bit, give us a bit of your backstory. How did you get your start in motorsport? What made you want to become an engineer? So I never wanted to be an engineer, actually. <laughs> um, it was never something Here that we I are. wanted to do. I never wanted to work in motorsport. It was never a dream of mine. Um, I actually, won- well, I started off being sort of, I was a dancer. I was, I was a musician. Um, and that was my sort of my passion. And I was going to go to music college. And then... But I was really good at maths and physics. That was sort of my my strength subjects at school. Um, so I started looking at ways that I could maybe keep the um, the sort of technical maths and physics side um, whilst also doing the music. Uh, and I have two parents who are both engineers, so I was like, oh, engineering, maybe that's a maybe that's, <laughs> that's a way nice. I can do it. Um, and I did so. I did a, gr- a degree in electronic engineering with music technology. So um, cool. So I guess that's kind of how I got into engineering. But I sort of went at it from a, what do I enjoy doing, um, and then, yeah, came at it that way. Um, I never really had an aim. I still don't really have aims in life. I don't have sort of a path <laughs> set out. I just do what I, what I enjoy, um, and yeah. And then while I was at university, I was um, I started racing cars myself. And I guess that's kind of how I got into motorsport. And then I had a tutor at university who was doing a, an acoustics project with Mercedes on their, um, their exhaust noises and how to make them sound wow. nicer and that kind of thing. And I was like, oh, maybe that's a way that I can, maybe I can combine these two things. Um, yeah, and I just kind of went from there, really. That is that's so, so cool. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Acoustics at Mercedes. That's so fascinating. I've never thought about something like that before. Yeah. Do you still do music for fun or anything related to that? Yeah. There are, I think there's currently three pianos in my house. Oh my gosh. <laughs> None of which I have room for really or time to play. But <laughs> yeah, every time I see a piano anywhere, um, I will always sit down and have a little play. So. That's so that's so cool. And I think your background is such a testament to the idea of just staying true to the things that you like and then opportunities will appear when you just stick to that. So I can really appreciate that um, yeah. personally. And I think a lot of people can also relate to that. Um, talking a little bit about your time in motorsports. So you started at Mercedes and you kind of hopped around and now you've spent some time in the world of females in motorsport at, at the W Series and now at F1 Academy, what's that been like making the switch between the two? Are they the same? Are they different? Um, 
I mean, so F1 is like its whole, uh, its its own world. Like it's a completely unique environment. Um, I think when you're not working trackside, it's like, it's almost not, not motorsport the same way. Um, so mm-hmm. making the leap to trackside was, was a really big jump for me. Um, but really the difference between working with MP and working with any other team I work with is, is very small. Like the fact that it's female drivers doesn't really make any difference to the, the way that we work. You tend to take a, a different approach to every driver that you work with anyway. So whether they're male or female really makes no difference. That's great. So talk to us a little bit about your current role as race engineer. What does that entail? I know there might not be like a typical race weekend, but if such a thing existed, what would that look like for you? Um, I guess the main thing for the race engineer is to be prepared. So, um, you know, we don't just turn up at the track on a Friday and go straight into it. There's a lot of preparation that um, that happens before we get to the track in terms of um analyzing any previous data that we have if we've been there before um understanding the the sort of the nuances of each circuit and and the strengths and weaknesses of the driver from previous events so you know that if they're not very good in high speed corners and you've got lots of those then maybe that's something you need to focus on or um if it's a long straights high speed corners then you need different setup to if it's slow speed corners short straights um, so there's a lot of preparation that goes into it before we get to the track. Um, and then when you get to the circuit, it's all about uh, discussing with your mechanics to make sure they're clear on uh, what setup you want, making sure you've got a defined run plan, and then going through that with the driver, going through the data with drivers to make sure that they know um, what their braking points they're aiming for, um, what turning points they're aiming for, whether there's anything they need to work on particularly, um, and yeah, just making sure that everybody's really clear on, on what the aims are for the weekend or the, the test event um, and making sure that, that everyone knows what's happening all the time. So tell us a little bit about your relationship with Emily. I'm sure the race engineer driver relationship is unique to say the least. Do you guys have sort of like a game plan that you work on, any traditions that you have, just like a day in the life of what it's like to work with her? I see you um, smiling. That's so nice. <laughs> me, and, me and Emily are, I mean, I think we're as mad as each other, really. So we get on really <laughs> well. Um, we try and have a good laugh. We're both sort of, we're both the kind of people that like to have like two or three key points and then we're done. We're not like hour long debriefs. Um, we have a little dance that I don't really know where it came from. We were just messing about one day. <laughs> I like to dance a lot in the pit lane anyway. It kind of keeps me entertained and um, stops me like boredom meeting when I'm in the paddock. So we just kind of started dancing one day and it's become our little like celebration dance. Um, so we tend to do quite a lot of that. And then, yeah, we just sort of try and make it fun, really. There's no point in getting too stressed about everything because, yeah, we start to overthink things. So we both sort of try and make it as fun as possible. That's incredible. What are some of your favorite moments with Emily this season? Do you have you had a favorite race so far? Any particular moments that have been great um, with her? I think obviously Barcelona has to be a highlight for us. Like yeah. going yeah. into that weekend, you know, we hadn't had the, the strongest testing. We'd had a tough couple of race weekends. Um, so going into that race weekend was a bit of a sort of um we'd completely flipped the car on its head. We'd tried a whole different setup. 
So it was a bit of an unknown for us. So then for her to come back with a pole position and then a race win was just absolutely amazing. Um, so but I cool. think for me, the special, the most special moment was her being on the podium in Zambort because it was in front of so many fans, so many Dutch fans that for her was just yeah. amazing. And she'd really struggled that weekend. She had a, a shoulder issue that she didn't want to, she hadn't told anyone about. She didn't want to make a thing of it. Wow. But she'd really struggled through that banked turn three. Um, so we sort of had to had to kind of work around that a little bit. So for her to come back and get a podium in the last race when she was completely, you know, she was really struggling. She was in quite a lot of pain. And to fight back and get that podium at home was really special. Wow, I'm sure. That's so great. Um, what's what's a race weekend like for the two of you? Is there a typical routine or day in the life of what it looks like? Um, not really, I don't think. Like, we, we tend to sort of go with the mood that we have and it depends very much where we are as to what kind of setup we've got with the team. Um, mm-hmm. It tends to involve a lot of snacking. We're big snackers. <laughs> um, <laughs> What are your favorites? Favorite snacks? Um, I mean, obviously we live on. She lives on like the caramel waffle. Are they called street waffles? Oh yeah, That's so the bad. I should know that. Um, but she <laughs> she lives on like the caramel waffles, and I just live on chocolate biscuits, like incredible. anything chocolatey. Yeah, that's incredible. So one more race, Austin, mm-hmm. and you guys are going to be co-located with F1, which is so exciting. We cannot wait to be there and see it all in action. What does being co-located mean to you, mean to the drivers? What are you looking forward to in Austin? Um, I think for us, it's it's as a team, nothing changes. We sort of, you know, we work the same way wherever we are. We've already been on some big stages with WEC and with DTM. You know, we've had those big crowds already. Um, so for us, really, nothing changes in the, the approach that we take and the professionalism that we show. Um, but obviously, being with the F1 is a massive um, boost for the for the girls and the platform that, that they're on and I think it's amazing to to be able to showcase to so many more people you know Texas always has a massive audience I think it was like yeah. half a million people last year so it's going to be amazing to to show off the girls on that sort of major stage do you expect there to be like more race day jitters or just like from your perspective a lot more to do just because of the larger scale of it all um there's a lot more there's a lot more coordination I guess goes into it because you tend to be further away from the pit lane um you know your timings tend to be a bit thrown out um you'll maybe be running first thing in the morning or last thing at night so um that can take a bit more management in terms of just making sure that everything uh gets where it needs to be at the right time and making sure that the drivers are you know as raring to go first thing in the morning as they are at, at the end of the day making sure that we're focused and yeah, I'm really ready to show off what, what we can do. And uh, yeah. Super exciting. And what we're super excited about so far, F1 Academy hasn't been broadcast live, but it's going to be, which is so exciting. Mm-hmm. What are you excited for with that? And as the series continues to grow both in Austin and kind of beyond next season? Um, I think it's just, I mean, we already obviously reach massive audiences with with the highlights and the social media coverage that we have. So it's just amazing to be able to reach even more people. Um, you know, the, the championship, although it is a, a really competitive championship, also has this real mission to to highlight females in motorsport. And it's really nice to be able to 
expand the platform for that and, and show even more people that we're here and we're doing and we exist. Yeah, that's so great. We've had so many of our followers like messaging us every day or every weekend asking for updates. I'm like, we can't wait to see it all live too and like watch it on TV. So yeah, we also are very pumped for that. Okay, friends, it's festival and concert season, and you know it's all about the boots this year. That's why you need to make Tacova's your number one place for festival style this spring. And don't forget to shop their seasonal and limited edition offerings, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. We love Tacova's. They have a first wear comfort, which basically means there's no break in period. It's the best thing ever. So stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personal. Personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's really no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, though, just visit tecovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and they ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. We all need a little extra health booth sometimes, and Fleur Marche makes it easy for us to supercharge our wellness. Their botanical wellness patches have been such a fun addition to our routine. We just stick them on wherever we want. They have them for sleep, relaxation, focus, and other things. And the patch delivers ingredients to your body in a subtle but effective way, and the results last up to 12 hours. Fleur Marche also has botanical gummies and their new organic nutritional powder, Green Machine. They only use the best ingredients and are tested for potency, contaminants, and heavy metals before and after production. And one of our favorite things, we also love that the company is founded and inspired by women with the mission of helping us feel 100% every single day so that we can have full energy and crush it every day. Find your new wellness essentials at fleurmarche.com and get a special discount just for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order site-wide with promo code FORTHEGIRLS at checkout. Orders over $50 also get free shipping. Go to fleurmarche, F-L-E-U-R-M-A-R-C-H-E.com. Use code FORTHEGIRLS for 20% off your first order. So one thing that we always like to do, just to go back a little bit about... um, your career and things that things that you've done so far. Um, first, has there been like any major one moment or milestone that you can think back to in your time in motorsport that you were like, okay, this is it, and that's kind of like what helped really propel you to where you are right now? Um, I think probably the day that I got because I did a placement scheme as part of my degree, and that's how I first got into Mercedes. Um, I think the day that I got accepted for that was a massive day for me. It sort of set me on this this path that I didn't really know I wanted. Um, and the, the moment I got that was really big. And then from there, I just kind of pushed forward and always followed what I was enjoying at the time. And um, yeah, and like I say, I never really had a plan. So it's those kind of little moments for me that really sort of have set the path that I followed rather than having that set path in mind and having the milestones along the way it's really those those sort of forks in the road where I've sort of chosen which way to go I think those are really the big moments for me can you um, explain what a placement scheme is for our followers who are not in the UK so um (laughs) as part of an engineering degree in the UK you can do what we call a sandwich course where you do like two years in in university and then you'll do what they call a year in industry um, and then you go back and finish your degree. So I did a three one one. So I did three years of university, and then I did a year in industry, and then I went back for my final year, which was also my master's Great. year. 
um and then yeah and then i went back as a graduate back into mercedes after that so so cool so one thing we like to do as well is some sort of rapid fire questions they'll be easy more like preference things but we wanted to start with your favorite race or track this season um i think for me zambor because it's just such a unique uh place it was amazing to be with the dtm and to be with the dutch team at zambor was amazing um and obviously it's right by the beach so makes everything better yeah we're dying to go to zanvoort it looks so cool yeah (laughs) that's awesome how about favorite thing you're excited to do in the off season um i guess i don't i don't know that i really have an off season because i work in multiple (laughs) championships i kind of just like I'll, i'll be still working through the winter um but i don't know really Maybe be home and travel a little bit less, which I'm sure will be nice. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think just actually being able to spend some time like relaxing with family. Um, but you know, we're never we're never at home for long. So <laughs> exactly. How about favorite thing meal you that you've eaten on the road? That's not chocolate biscuits. <laughs> um. I mean, obviously, the the Italian food at Monza is pretty incredible. Ooh. But I think yeah. I'm actually more excited for the barbecue food in Texas. I think that will be Ooh. my highlight. Us too. I yeah. think we'll join you there. I think there's one place that you're supposed to go to, and the line is really long. So whoever yeah. gets there first, we can we can cut. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and then we always like to end on just like best piece of advice for people who are also looking to get their foot in the door. Um. Don't say, don't take no for an answer because that I applied for I, I don't know, like hundreds of jobs and you just get one and all you need is one yes and it will take you take you down that path but you have to get through a lot of no's so if you know that that's what you want then keep pushing for it and eventually somebody will help you out. I love, love that. that. So great. Well, Charlotte, thank you so much. This was such a blast to chat and we'll be cheering for you in Austin and beyond. Um, Hope you stay busy as I'm sure you will. And we'll see you in Austin. Yeah, I look forward to it.